Oh, an angry cripple. How terrifying, she laughed. A pity Lord Tyrone Lannister never had a son. I could have been the heir he wanted by a lack for cock. Welcome to Two Champs and a Chump, a Game of Thrones LCG podcast founded in 2015 by myself, Dave Bamford, Mel Craven and Tom Peel. Special thanks to FFG, George R.R. R. Martin, SoundCloud for charging us for hosting, Steve Penny for the wonderful MIDI music you hear today, man what a master that guy is on Guitar Pro, myself and Tom Peel again for uh, writing our normal theme tune and Simon Nay for recording it. This is episode 10. He likes white ravens, and he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave, he cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom, he plays for fun. But if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's Fantastic Podcast This episode's the first, but it could be the last With unopposed to claim banter It's banter behind the throne Hello, welcome to episode 10 Yes Is it? Yeah, episode 10, banter behind the throne This is our post-Nationals episode So, uh, understandably, this is all going to be around the Nationals We're going to... um. Probably put off our favourite card beginning with for this week, um, just so we can fit everything in. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Peel. So hello, Peel. Hello. Uh, by our uh, new UK champion. Spoilers. <laughs> Dave. Hello. So, and uh, I think Waffles floating around somewhere. Yo, yo, yo. There he is. <laughs> Get him to do a live, um, live rendition of the theme tune. Um, <laughs> so. Yes, Nationals was, was this weekend. It was a really good good weekend. Great seeing so many people and uh, so many fans of the show. It was quite lovely having our theme tune sung to us wherever we went, which was great. Um, so, yeah, let's um, let's start from the top. Uh, Peel, do you want to talk us through your Nationals experience? And Yeah, yeah. Um, how it went for you. Okay, well, it was four o'clock. It was a sunny afternoon and Dave turned up at my work. To take me to a place I did not know, but that I would become fond of very soon. You know it, might. <laughs> yeah, Birmingham. Uh, well, we travelled, we journeyed. It was lovely, actually. Surprisingly nice city. Minimal stabbings, um, which is always a good sign all around when you go to a city in today's modern world. But we uh, stayed in the hotel, considerably better than Norwich so far. And then uh, it was the Saturday morning after a night of slight drinking, should I say, um, when we began to play Thrones. Um, well, um, I... That's, n- that's not quite how the day started for you, though, was it, Peel? <laughs> n- no. Um, okay. We went to the gym, didn't we? We did, but I didn't feel well, though. I'm not going to no. lie. <laughs> <laughs> we went down to the gym, and um, I went off to do my thing, and, and Peel went off into what passed as kind of like the gym's weight room. It really wasn't all that. No, it was kind of like something you can tug and on a machine. It was a bit odd. Yeah, I mean, I was quite surprised Peel jumped out of bread as spartly as he did, actually, because he was, was quite drunk on Friday night. Yep. Um, the last time I saw you moving, was you was walking back up to the lift in your pyjamas <laughs> from the bar. Back in... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, had, you had left the bar saying, oh, I'm going to bed, I'm going to bed, and you took your beer with you. Popped back down yeah. ten minutes later, took a sip of your beer and go, oh, I'll go to bed, and then just walked back upstairs again with your beer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yeah. when, when you jumped out of bed, all sort of, yeah, let's go to the gym, Craven. I thought, I don't know if this is going to last. You did try um, to kind of dissuade me. Are you sure you're all right? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's go. I heard Phil go into the weight room, and then I heard him a little grunt, the clang of metal, like weights falling, and him just go. Nope, more hungover than I thought. <laughs> oh, that's a really dirty bastard, that is. It was, oh, it was so funny. But, um, yeah, sorry, go on. So, after that, of course. After that, I, um, I played my first game. 
Uh, it was a Dragons deck. What deck were you playing, Peel? I was playing um, Greyjoy Black Sails, Dave. Of course you were. <laughs> what do you expect, really, from me? It's coming to Starlight with me as well. I've already decided. It's just going to, this time, it's going to have Dragonhorn put in. Uh, because oh, there yeah. was a, a, larger, a larger majority of dragons than I think I ever would have thought would be there. I thought dragons faded away a while ago. Um, and it was all about, you know, lovely Dothraki hordes, lots of ambush and just lovely Targaryen burn. But uh, apparently no, apparently dragons are back on the rise, which was a, a fun game first thing in the morning. So what card did Dave take out of your deck in the morning? Uh, or was it? Oh, shit. Horn of Dragons, wasn't it? That's the one, Horn of Dragons. Oh, that would have been well useful. It wasn't on the morning, it was like three days before. Oh, what, what would that card have done? Take control of the dragon. Oh, yeah. that would have been important, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it would have been. Would you have had a good chance in that game if you'd had that card in there? To be honest, no. I had a bad setup, uh, truthfully. It wasn't a, the best of setups I'd had. It, I think it was, to be honest, out of all the days games, that one, I just kind of, I didn't get any economy set up. I didn't have anything, and I just couldn't kill them quicker than they could appear, uh, which is my normal tactic, so... Unfortunately, even though Horn of Dragons would have been useful in that small event, the rest of the day I didn't actually require it. Thank Christ. Um, but no, it was a good game. Um, it was the man with the mighty moustache. It's the only way I remember him, unfortunately. I know he's a lovely, lovely man, and I spent many drinks with him. But I was so content with his moustache. It was just amazing. That's got just... to be Evan, hasn't it? It was Evan, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was Evan. Um, yeah, so he was the first person I played. I lost. Uh, he went on and did quite well from that point on uh, and pushed a bit further than me. Um, next game, uh, it was another Dragon's deck. Um, this time, luckily, I was able to overcome the Dragons with a sexy, sexy Euron. Very nice. Yep, unopposed. Uh, lovely bit of stuff like that. Um, and then after that, I'm drawing a bit of a blank, guys. I'm not going to lie. I know I played Mage. And I know I played Ryan. Ryan was the last round. Ryan was the last round, yes. And I Mage beat me um, <laughs> quite badly as well. It was quite what horrible. What was Mage Um Something that I didn't enjoy. Um, it was Greyjoy Aloof. It was, the same yes. deck as Wedge. That was it, yes. Loads of people were playing Aloof. Um, aloof and Apart. Uh, there yeah. was another Aloof and Apart deck I came up against. I think it was Mar- uh, There was a, a target. Dragons. All the, yeah, all the dragon ones were aloof and apart. That's what the one, sorry. Yeah, so it was just all high-cost characters and horrible. Um, and I just don't have enough of them in my deck. I only had my little weenies with the boat icons uh, trying to search my hole. But the last game of the day, that was the one I remember on because that was the one that I know me and Ryan went head-to-head properly on. He was uh, running Baratheon Black Sails. I was running Greyjoy Black Sails. So it was a lovely, lovely match of just all this boat tech from both of us. Yeah. Just, oh, it was so fun. Um, sea battle. A sea battle, exactly. There's nothing better than a sea battle. Um, went on to win that. Went four and two in the end. Very respectable. <sighs> but then subsequently, I think I came 11th or 12th or something in the end. Um, okay. So I didn't quite make the cut. However, two of you did. Uh, and I feel, lol, you should probably explain to us your day. Right, yeah, well, in ascending order. Um, well, I took Greyjoy No Agenda. Mm-hmm. I built the deck and tested it over a period of about three weeks. The whole kind of point of a deck was to have as few win conditions in as possible. And by that, I mean, whereas I've played things like Maces in the past, um, they can be disruptive, you know, because the Maces are so important to keep around. So with this deck, I didn't want to have anything I was relying on. It was just a case of fundamentals, you know, just win challenges, don't rely on anything too important to do that. Um, I had a bit of winter, I had an air and damp hair in there, um, as much Greyjoy draw as I could muster, and I was just sort of playing the cards as I was seeing them with no kind of strategy going in, and it, it did work out quite well. Um, so yeah, so that was the deck, basically. I, um, I would decide what angle I was going to take based on my hand after setup. If I saw some winter tech, I'd push winter. If I saw some of the armies in there, because I had um, oh, uh, Spanish Alanis <laughs> and um, Euron, so if I needed to, I could go and fetch out Balon's Host and go down the big armies route. I do enjoy so that I was just route. Playing, yeah, I was just playing that, so I was seeing it, really. 
are you going to put your are you going to put your list up? I will put my list up. Yeah, because I um I I have retired from Greyjoy now. <laughs> first edition. Have you? Yeah. Is we, this an official? Yeah, this is it. I'm uh, I'm moving away from Greyjoy. I think I've taken them as far as I can in first edition now. It's been a blast. So for the limited time I've got left playing the game, I am going to splash into something else just as I have. Is that a promise? That is a promise. You can write okay. that down on a bit of paper. I will. I'm going to keep that in an envelope. So when you play Greyjoy at Stark, what do I get? At Starlack, even. What do I get? <laughs> Nothing. A bottle of Bailey. Satisfaction. Yeah, not gonna, you know what I'm thinking of playing at Starlet. We talked about it. Oh, I built that the other day. Oh, um, did you? Fragile, but fun. Excellent. <laughs> um, that's how I like my women. Um, <laughs> so first game, I was against a friend of a show, Tom Barnaby Pass. And he was playing uh, House of Dreams in at the Crossroads. Not what I really wanted to see with a, a nice winter setup in my hand. Um, and... I very, very, very nearly lost this game. Uh, Tom was all over me from the start because he, he brought Tywin out first round. Um, started racking up some power on him. Round three rolls around and Tom's emptied his hand. He's got a board set up with no draw present. I figured, well, I'm going to batter this all the way and just go go to town on him. And he flipped out wit. And I haven't seen out wit for years. Um Tyrion's got a learned crest. Tyrion was out, and I thought, I see it. I fucked this completely. Um, I was mentally preparing myself, you know, to start submarining back up the round because I thought this one's gone. It's it's definitely out. But I kept my summon by the conclave around, and I did have um, King Euron out, and I figured, well, I've got to slow him down somehow because he had loads of clansmen of stealth and deadly, and Tywin was causing me no end of trouble. So I went and got King Balon's host set them up, and they completely saved my ass. Um, I think Tom forgot a couple of times as well what they actually did, so he was overcommitting to, on challenges to win with like Renown, um, right. and obviously it wasn't working. So I kept him on 14 power for about three rounds and then slowly managed to grind it back. Um, and him going to 11 plots and me getting my Valor back quite quickly um, sort of really sealed it. So um, I don't think I'd really deserve to win that one. Um it was Tom's game all the way through, but I'm glad I did. Um, second game was against Josh, and he was playing uh, Barrow No Agenda. Val popped up fairly early, started giving some card advantage, um, and it was the only time of the day that I was happy to see Igrit, because I managed to steal Val, um, get some draw. And then the game just kind of just plodded along. There was nothing really flashy or, or crazy going on. It's just I had a winter set up, so I went down the winter route, and... Um, managed to kind of slowly choke Josh to death. Um, so, yeah, really just great. I went to buy numbers of that one. Um, it was sort of fairly easy to pilot. Um, I didn't have to make a lot of decisions because nothing was coming out of Josh's hands. He couldn't afford it. Um, so, yeah, round three, played Evan. And as we know from what Peel has already said, he was running aloof and apart um, with some dragon tech. Uh, newly made Lord did a great deal of work for me here. Blew up, uh, blew up a bloody gate took out a Miranese fighting pit. And then I think basically what really sealed the game for me was I, uh, well, Evan Valid himself, because he had a, um, a duped dragon out mm-hmm. with uh, the Eerie. And for wow. some reason, he didn't try and use the save off the dupe. He tried to save the dragon with the Eerie. Right. Um. And it got cancelled with a river blockade. I think I'm remembering this right. Basically, a river blockade interfered with a dragon save, which killed it, basically. Why did he not then trigger the dupe afterwards? Maybe it wasn't duped then. Mm. Yeah, but it probably wasn't duped then. Still. In, in any case, the river blockade fucked up the save, um, which I think kind of nailed the game at that point because I had the choke on pretty hard afterwards. Mm. Um, and he didn't have any of the big reducer locations left, so... I think in that regard, Luffy the part ended up the deck construction ended up hurting him because the economy wasn't there. Um, so I think that was, yeah, that that one went quite well. Uh, round four was against uh, last year's champion Tom Clark with Baron Maesters. Um, Bastard, I had one copy of Bastard in my hand in my deck. Sorry, that did some work. That <laughs> turned up on time. 
Um, it sunk. I pretty chained up most of Lomis. Um, and King Bangalore Toast did a pretty good job against uh, the recurring Brightwater Man Arms. And uh, Green Tears Raven cancelled the first at the gates. So pretty good going there. That was all right. Uh, round five was against Tagore, and that was tough. Um, he was running Stark aloof and apart. So another moment where I really Stark went. Knights. Stark Knights, that was it. Yep. Stark Knights, not aloof and apart. Um, it was Marco running Stark aloof, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Stark Knights. Um, I've played a lot of Tagore Stark decks now, and I kind of know what to expect. It's going to be, you know, pretty brutal aggro from, from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, my save started to run out, and um, I just couldn't close it. I got a Bane on Toast out um, towards the end to try and shut off the Northern Cavalry flank. Um, but I kind of had a wind of opportunity around about turn four or five after I battered him away, and I should have just tried to sort of put it to bed then. But I just didn't have the um, I didn't have the punch to do it, and eventually Tagore just kind of out aggroed me, and that was that. Um, and then that brought me. To there was one more. Oh yeah, then I played Vince, and that was horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I love playing Vince. I could play Vince all day, but he's um, the deck was absolutely brutal. It's Greyjoy aloof, so another example of me needing Gilbert Farwind and not having him. I really wish I brought that guy. Um, and yeah, Vince was all over me from the start, and. Yeah, I didn't have enough saves to deal with it. I couldn't, in, I couldn't disrupt his economy. He was using river blockades on me. Um, I tried to make it winter in like a large just effort to make it bad for him, and then he marshaled like the winter time marauders. I thought, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was really just. I kind of gave it up to him on a plate, and Vince just didn't hesitate to absolutely crucify me. I don't think it lasted more than two rounds. It was, it was horrid. Um, so that put me on four and two. And I got into a cut in eighth place. Sneaked which, in. Yeah, sneaked in, not for the first time. Which put me up against Bambi, who um, was unbeaten all, all day up until that point. And, um, yeah, I played it out of my skin. I think we recorded this game as well. Possibly, I think this was recorded. I can't remember. Yes, it was definitely yeah, on the It was, yeah. It was, it was on the recorded table. So, um, you and Peel can uh, watch through that one and, and commentate on it. <laughs> we will. Um, actually, I should mention that at this point. Um, Dave bought his camcorder. He did mention he was going to. Um, I think last week he said it, didn't you? Um, yeah, I did, yeah. So Dave recorded a lot of games. And we are, over the course of the next sort of month or so, going to be putting these onto a YouTube channel with uh, some commentary um, to go with it. So you can see some of these things that we're talking about. Uh, my Game with Bambi will be on there. So I won't go into too much detail. Obviously, I've given away that I won. Um, but it was a really good game. Um and uh, yeah, I, I, I took another took another top of the Swiss out. It's the second time I've done it this year. And then it was me and you, Dave. It was. It was. It's a shame, shame it wasn't the final. <laughs> I would have made an amazing final. It was so close. It would have made a great final. And But to be honest, had I played Vince or Marco, I don't think I would have progressed anyway. So... Um, but it was good, wasn't it? It was very close. Should, should we leave that and we'll talk about that when I get to that part, that point? Yeah, obviously. So, so could we'll, it... uh, we'll converge once people yeah, know okay. what I was we can, we can discuss it, yeah. Um, and that, and again, it's hard not to give away spoilers, but that kind of ends my involvement in <laughs> Nationals. So, um, Dave. You kind of spoiled it at the beginning of the show by saying that I won. Well, we've got so... nothing else to really talk about then, have we? So we can end it there. <laughs> he says. Okay, um, yeah, I played Baratheon the Maester's Path. Um, I played it a long time ago when Mel's Favour was unrestricted, before Harrenhal, so before people started to really, really abuse Mel's Favour. And it recurred Mel's Favour pretty much every single turn it had it. Um, and it was horrible. Uh, but it was this, this version was running um, the stand locations that led Link and Threaten the North. So on one big turn, it could discard eight characters. And I've got a soft spot for that, that build of Baron Maesters because that's what yeah. I took to Stoke that time. Exactly. Yeah, it's... I used Hunting Spear, though, because, you know, I'm a man. I looked at it, but it was too janky for me. If it cost <laughs> one gold, it'd be perfect, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, because you pop it in with the steel link. Yeah. Pearl steel link. Um, yeah. yeah, I decided what I wanted to play about a week before, I think. Yeah, uh, that's when we tested. It was about a week before. Yeah, I uh, I went through a plot line with Rowan and said, what do you think to the deck before I build it? And he said, it's fragile. It'll be all right as long as you don't see too much Mel's favor or taken captive or that kind of thing. You know, we had to include forgotten plans in case someone used taken captive into aftermath. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. Um, but I thought, you know what? I'll, I want to play it. I'm going to try it. See, see how it goes. So I played it against Peel and went undefeated all night. I took it to Norwich, as I said last week, and I was undefeated against all the decks I owned that Reese played. Um, and then I played two games with you on Octagon. Yep. Uh, and I was, and I played against Dave a few times, and he was very close once, but the rest of the time I was undefeated the whole time. So I thought, that's okay. Pretty good numbers, to be fair. Yeah, if I'm undefeated with it, that's decent. Even if you know I've only played really four people. This is pretty Saying good. Saying that so, uh... about the things you and Rowan were frightened of with it, um, I didn't see anybody running Mel's favour at Nationals. Um, and I was shit scared of Mel's favour. I put three copies of Scurvy Cutthroat in my deck. Wow. I was that bothered about it. Um, and also, I didn't see anyone pulling the Taken Captive Aftermath trick. I didn't see Taken Captive. I did see Mel's favour. Oh, did you? I and didn't it see it sad. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I spent um, all of my game with Josh shitting myself. It was about to pop out. And I'd seen Val, like, turn one. So I knew he, I, he obviously couldn't have it. Yeah. But it's just that's how scary it is. Um, during one of those practice games with Dave, I saw one of the most odd plays I've ever seen where he set up Old Nan and then time for Wolves to get Nymeria turn one. So Old Nan could stay around and stop me having maesters. That's pretty clever. Actually pretty clever, yeah. Uh, he didn't win, but it was close. He gets um, a he gets a prop. He does get a prop. Yeah, not yeah. A no. Um, so yeah, uh, I I built the deck. I sent the list to Josh, who I didn't think was coming to nationals because he was a liar, and he just turned up um, on Friday without telling anyone, not even his better mates. He was scouting you out. He was. So I sent him my deck list, uh, <laughs> and he made some suggestions. We agreed to add a Salador. Uh, he yeah. encouraged me to add uh, Smuggler's Cove. So Wasn't that, that a good could, idea? Yeah. <laughs> so I could stand, um, give Lomas stealth and then stand in with Massey's hook if needed. Yep. Um, in the end, I ran three Lomases, two, um, two Pylosses, two of each stand location and two copies of King's Ground to give them Vigilant. If I was going to do it again, I would run three Pylosses and two Lomases because oh, okay. you can stand Lomas with, uh, Pylos with either. Yeah. Whereas you can only stand Lomas with the hammer. Pylos's problem has always been that he's um, enslavable and uh, Venomous Bladeable. Yes. But uh, Venomous Blade tends to have is falling off the radar a little bit at the moment. So In the UK, there's just been next to no Martel. Yeah. The last six months anyway. Probably because I've been playing other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not been as scary. Um, so yeah, the, d- the day before I cut the second Conclave because there was a game where I couldn't get them out. If I didn't have a maester already, I was only running four gold plots. And so if I didn't have Street of Sisters or an Aegon's Garden, I just couldn't play the Conclave. Yeah. So I cut one and added Brienne and because I'd forgotten her somehow. Uh, and she was the tits. She won me games. So yeah. Well, you can tell Brienne's good because there's a new Darth Vader, which is basically Brienne. Isn't there? Yeah, exactly. And the reason people are playing TIE Fighters is Darth Vader, essentially. Yeah, so Brienne is now sort of being copied almost exclusively into other card games. <laughs> so, so, you know, it kind of suggests she is the dog's bollocks. So, shame on you. Yeah, I couldn't believe I forgot her. Um, I was tempted to add the rights to Aris Oakheart because I could, I've got loads of reducers for him, but Josh convinced me not to, and that was probably the right decision. Of course um, it was. Quite early on, I decided to cut any jank from the deck. Um, yep. So I wasn't running any... You know, flashy events. I wasn't playing Motley, even though it's one of my favourite cards. I wasn't even playing, playing the Pale Steel Link. No Copper Link, no Brass Link. None of the Banter Links. Just the Challenge Control ones and the Utility Drawer and Strength. And obviously Steel Link to Stand Locations. All killer, um, no filler. Yeah, so I ran eight Links. So I almost dropped the Gold Link and then I played against you and Octagon and said, Nope, if I play Choke, I'm going to need that bad boy. Yeah, if you're uh, counting 17 gold in winter, it's doing its job. Yes, that that was fun. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, so I cut all the uh, the jank, as it were. Um, I was running a small city lineup. I ran City Besieged for Gaston Gray, essentially, and that yeah. was money all day because I was every time I played Stark, I was blowing up my Massey's Hook, which had a frozen solid on it, so I could play another copy or recur it with Dale. Um, I got rid of a couple of other nice things, and I also ran City of Soldiers um, because I had the lead link, so it was an extra yeah. pre-plot kneel and, and kill. Um, but that was really useful for getting rid of old Nan as well. Turn three. Yeah. Uh, so I turned up. I had a buy from the Norwich Regional where Marco passed his down. So that was an easy win. Um, annoyingly, I then got selected for a, de- a deck check. So my second round was late starting. For fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> I played... Yeah, I played had against... an hour to do nothing. I mean, you had to sit around for 20 minutes. Yeah, it was irritating. I played against Tagore, who had beaten secondary Dave round one and therefore... You know, he had a lot of time to play with. They had enough time for a second game and they were still stood around. Uh, so he could have had the decks checked earlier. But I think overall on the day, it actually ran pretty smoothly. Uh, yeah. So, so compared to how it was, how we thought it might be, uh, the whole event was all right, I think. Um, yeah. But I played against Tagore. He saw Old Nan on setup and then he saw three copies of Frozen Solid by turn two. So that was really fucking difficult. Man, good... that's like... Borderline witchcraft. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, it got to turn six, and I had just set up my stand loop. Uh, I had, I think I only had three chains left outside of my discard pile. So I couldn't discard everything. I couldn't get rid of the flank. Oh, you're back, Peel. Yeah, sorry about that. It's all right. Um, I couldn't get rid of the flank, so Tagal uh, won in that challenges phase. If, right. he, if I had managed to stall it past dominance, I would have discarded everything on his board except the flank. And then yeah. flipped Mel's scheme plot seven and got back all my mana arms and stuff, and I would have almost definitely won the game. But yeah. it's just that you know one phase too late, too early it finished. But there you go. Uh, I went on to play Alex playing Baronites, and he was running Mel's favour. Oh, uh, okay. Wasn't fun. About turn three, he uh, grabbed my Lomis and chucked it to the aftermath. Uh, but it wasn't. I've got, I'd got most of my chains off. I got my. Uh, I had loads of cards in hand. I had all my engines running. So that's not the end of the world for you because you can just get him back with Mel's game. True, exactly. So he was coming back anyway, and then it's just a matter of time until I recur the links. Yeah. Uh, if I, I can't remember if I had bronze link or not. Um, but once you've got the stand engines with the vigilant, you're going to be winning all your challenge on the offense anyway. Yeah. And if you've got a man at arms, he just he's just winning you on the defense, or at least not giving away much power. So I won that. Those cards have got to be... I mean, someone's got to think about restricting those at some point. They are so good. Yeah, the main power cards in the deck that really won me games were Threat from the North and um, the Man at Arms. The Man at Arms are just so important to get all your chains off. Yeah. Turn one. You can easily get three or four chains. Yeah, uh, Which is so important to get that flying start. Uh, So then I played against Ryan Wood, who also played Peel. He played Barrow Black Sails with Val. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously our city of soldiers Val as soon as possible slow him down a bit um, he was running an event, a, a, a location which gave all of your characters plus one strength during the challenge phase if you have a captain oh yeah um, oh what's it called Shores of the something yeah um, Shores of the Manda maybe could be yeah got it up yeah Shores of the Manda uh, yeah. And it's non-unique, so at one point he had two, Ooh. which was horrendous. So everything had plus two strength. Uh, but I just saw enough mana arms, and he didn't, to mm. keep him out of his hold for a lot of the game, and to keep me in the game. Uh, and eventually it went to time, and I was on 14 power, and he was on about seven, uh, which was nice. Irritatingly, if it had gone to the plot phase, I would have won, because I would have city besieged his Harrenhal. So... Oh. I had won nice. the game, but because of when time was called, I uh, didn't. But very, it was very tough. It was a few early challenge wins got me rolling, and seeing all those man at arms really helped. So well played to Ryan. Uh, then I played Mage, who was playing a Greyjoy Aloof with the Fury. Um, nice. Mage and I always play each other in what are generally winning ins, it seems, and this one. You know, if we didn't win it, we had no chance at the cut. Although, if we did win it, we still only may make the cut. Uh, but he started off really, really, really strong. 
Uh, and on my aftermath turn, he went first with uh, Victorian schemes, and I top decked a man at arms. Oh. Uh, so my board was a chained Lomis, Maester Aemon, and a man at arms. And because uh, Lomis was duped, and made uh, and uh, Aemon can save himself, I could. I had enough claim soak to make my challenges, even though I was going second. And I had yeah. the links to give the man at arm the extra icon. That makes me, makes me physically sick. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, in a lot of games, he was six strength Tricon with Deadly, who didn't kneel to attack or defend. Which I have bit, got to go. Which is a bit dirty. Um, <clears throat> as I said to Wedge, like, or Wedge said to me, they would be playable if they didn't have Deadly. The Deadly oh, just makes them ridiculous. <clears throat> or if they didn't kneel to defend, or if they knelt to defend or something. If you took away one of their things, they would be still playable. Um, yeah. Preferably take away the discard and the dominance. Then they good. should be. They should <laughs> die. They should go to a dead pile. I think that would make them fixed. That would fix them a lot. But then everyone would just run three Ashar initiates and uh, three fiery kiss. And then the Ashar initiate is shit. Yeah, but fiery kiss makes them even easier to recur. Because uh, you get well, them for the phase, then they go to the discard pile, and then uh, you just get them back again. I have to take your word for it, Dave, because you are, after all. National champion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So moving swiftly on, I played former UK national champion Tom Clark, who was also player Baron Maesters. Um, he, I saw my man at arms and Brienne turn one, so there was no chance of him getting any chains off. Uh, and I managed to win, I think, five challenges on turn one because he just he just hell. threw them at me, and I was, obviously wasn't needing to defend. I had some stand for Brienne, so she could use two challenge, do two challenges. Um, so obviously my chains were just up and running straight away. I had this monster of a maester. Um, I think that's one of those games where I meld schemes turn two to get the mana arms back to keep the pressure up. Yeah. Which it seems like a waste, but you're going to see your other recursion later, like Dale and Maester Crescent, um, and you're going to see more copies of mana arms because it's only a 54 card deck once the chains are out. Yeah. Uh, and that early pressure, and then later on you've got your other plots. You've got um, Aftermath and you've got uh, uh, Threat from the North to keep you know, keep the control going. So if you can get the man at arms constantly, couple of the first couple of turns is really brutal. Uh, yeah, and he didn't get a single chain. So that was pretty grim. And Most while, impressive. Yeah. He didn't... Uh, well, somebody asked me if I'd cancelled any saves that day. I didn't. But oh. I did trigger Bitter Bridge on Eamon, so he couldn't save himself. Which I feel is, you know, it's almost the same, but not quite as good. But you did make it winter, didn't you, Graven? Oh, several times. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I do like White Ravens. So uh, I made the cut at fourth with uh, five wins, one of which was a mod. Uh, and I played Tagore in a rematch. And this time I had a bit of a better start and he didn't see his Frozen Solid straight away. I think he saw one. Which I put, he put on Massey's hook and I blew up. Um, <laughs> and I think, unfortunately for Tagore, he only saw about two power on his house card at any one turn and uh, a couple of power on Jamie at its height. But I saw a man at arms every single turn, whether recurring one or drawing into another one. So it was just pretty horrible. <laughs> uh, so that was a bit, a bit brutal. And then I came yeah. on to play Ukraine. Yes. In the top four. One of my favourite games ever, actually, because um, I genuinely thought I was going to do you. If I had one more turn, I think I was going to nail it. It was close. It really was incredibly close. close. It was only the turn before you won, uh, I won, that I thought, you know, for the first few turns, I thought, yeah, this is easy. It's going really well for me. And then suddenly I looked over and I was like, that's a lot of renown you have on those characters. Yeah. This is bad. Uh, and then you dropped the host and I thought, oh dear, yeah. this could actually go very badly but I had just enough power uh, I got an early three claim uh, power challenge off with M and Key yeah which is pretty clutch yeah I reckon I thought at the time I could eat that and it would be okay but I I never really well I, I was unable to close the gap afterwards um, trying to think of any sort of clutch plays I mean what I would have done differently to try and obviously not eat that three claim power challenge but that was on my valor turn I think uh, possibly, um, yeah. So there was nothing I could have done about it anyway. But I elected um, not to cancel your At The Gates. 
didn't I? I went and got a Raven instead. Um, that was based on a practice game we had where you cancelled the at the gates. So I saw a maester anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then King Robert's Hammer just wrecked you. Yeah, I know enough about Maester's deck to know that, you know, you shouldn't really fear having your at the gates cancelled because you've got enough Maesters in the deck, you're going to see one anyway. Even if it's not the one you really want, you're going to get some outlet for your chains. Mm. Whereas it's far more useful for me to turn on my Marauders and start fucking with your gold. Um, I kept you pretty location-like, to be fair. I do, I do remember keeping the locations nailed down because I think at one point I, I went in, in with the uh, Marauders. You, and I, I had nothing. Saw the Marauders against me. Did I not? I'm sure I was discarding uh, something. I think I picked them quite early in an intrigue. You, you got, you got some stuff with Newly Made Lord. Oh yeah, it must have been that. Oh, that's what yeah. it was. I played with Newly Made Lord, and there was nothing left but limited locations. <laughs> um, so I couldn't really do anything with it. Um, but it was good. We ended up 15-13, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly close. We, I was sat there for a couple of minutes just thinking, is there anything in Greyjoy that will help him win that he might be running if I let this challenge unopposed? Because I knew if I, you know, if all my characters were standing, I could easily close the game. Yeah. Could I let the challenges through? If you've been running like uh, a sneaky superior claim or assertion of might or something, yeah, stuff, or... but I just had to take the gamble that you weren't, and obviously you're not because they're crap. <laughs> yeah, Salt and Iron though. Salt and Iron must have worried you a little bit. You know I like that. True, true. I've played enough of your No Agenda decks to know that you don't, don't always it. play it in them. No, I tend not to. So... I like to support Salt and Iron because it's too flashy just to leave hanging out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we put that up, haven't we said that Peel and Mate are going to commentate on that one? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Um, I believe yeah. that was the agreement because Mage, of course, uh, beat me. So I think it'll be only right. Yeah, so um, but it was a great game. And uh, if I was going to lose to anyone, I'm glad it was you. Oh, you're so sweet. I mean, it, it's heartfelt. Oh. Um, I mean, yeah, we parted yeah. ways and you stepped on to make yourself famous. <laughs> Climb that ladder, son. Damn ladder I've never seen. Um, um, I. Th- I think I uh, I spent a little bit of time Jim Ross commentating on um, Whammer's match with uh, Vince before <laughs> that as well. That was quite enjoyable. Um, oh, there was a long wait for our top four game, wasn't there? There was a long it wait. Was... I think we've got each other in the top four. Oh, that's a shame. About 45 <laughs> minutes later, we played it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, go on in, Dave. Tell us about your, your final charge into history. Yeah, so I had Vince in the uh, in the final, obviously playing... Greyjoy, aloof fear of winter. Although I never saw fear of winter, um, he had a a pretty all right setup. It was four locations, I think, so not ideal. Um, he opened with time for ravens, which he no- doesn't normally do. He normally makes it winter turn three or four, I think. Um, or so he said, uh, specifically to cancel my out the gates, which didn't really bother me at all. Um, because I had a second, I had a maester in hand, uh, and not having winter was great because I had Robert's hammer in hand as well. So, the first turn I got a couple of chains off. Um, I got my, I got enough challenges off to get the draw loop going. So I had a massive fistful of cards turn two, um, because I saw a man at arms on setup, as is tradition. Um, <laughs> turn two, Vince played uh, first snow of winter which obviously wasn't great for me when all my chains are stacked on Pylos. Oh, dear. Uh, and I had, a, I think, Bastard Night Song was my only other character on the board at the time or something. So he dropped a Hammerhorn Raiders, which obviously wasn't very nice to see either. Mm. Uh, potential to claim on a first snow turn. Uh, but I managed to count enough, enough gold, because he hadn't made it winter. Um, I had a couple of Cs and a seat or something silly like that. So I dropped um, Saldor Sarn, which he didn't have an answer for immediately, so I blew up the uh, Iron Victory. And then oh, I God. dropped... Yeah, and Craven's but, face, Vince's I face. Watched that. I watched that happening, and um, I think Peel was um, demolishing a uh, pizza at the, at the time. Mm. And um, I saw Salador come down. Vince had no action. Yeah. Neil blew up the victory. Stand him up, blow up an Iron Islands Marines. Yeah, well, I that's just the thought, thing. I just thought, GG. Like, no, that's he, it. I looked over, I said, do you have an action? He's like, no. So I knelt him. And then I dropped the the King Robert's hammer. Yeah. Because I didn't want to drop it first, in case he had an answer for 
Salador. Yeah. The hammer would be less useful. Mm. So yeah, and then I dropped the hammer and stood him up, and he go, ah, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> so he wasn't able to get through the two claim military. It was only a one claim. And I dropped the Knight of Flowers as well to get me some uh, some power and shit. Uh, but after that, it was pretty brutal. He had to Valor to get rid of Salador, else I was just going to eat his locations to a turn, at least. Yeah. To a turn until I saw Maya Seaworth. Um, and that meant, after as soon as he dropped his Valor, I was happy to drop my unduped Maester back. Uh, and I closed out the game pretty quickly. Yeah, um, it was savage. It really it was. was. It was pretty quite a route. Final. Yeah. Uh, it was actually pretty grim for Vince, because I actually only saw one Maester, I think even though he cancelled my at the gate. So if he had valid that Pylos, which is what I expected him to do turn two, because I dropped um, City Besiege to get rid of his Iron, uh, Iron Islands. No, mm. Iron Mines. Iron um, Mines. Yeah, he can't do it to the Iron Islands. Uh, yeah. Iron Cliffs, even. Um, yeah, because I expected his Valor, so I wanted to just thin his board a bit, but he didn't. and So I kept my one Maester. I got my chains off. And I was off to the races, so... That was pretty brutal as well. Man, now GG, we know. Well played, Dave the champ. Yeah, yeah. I won. Champion I, of uh, England and, well, the UK. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Not including was, Ireland. Well, Northern Ireland. Well. Um, obviously. Yeah. Don't forget our Northern Irish brothers. No, well, unfortunately, none of them could make it. No, that's true. Uh, yeah, it's the first tournament I've won since 2013, so that's pretty good. You've been saving up for this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride, but it's all no, good this time, which is nice. You're the biggest bride I ever did see now. <laughs> it's that. That's offensive. Is it? Yeah. Are you calling me fat? No. Oh. You're just full of bridal cheer. Oh, right. That's it. <laughs> sure. Bridal cheer. Is that a euphemism? That must no. be a euphemism. But it's good. It? Well done. <laughs> it should. I'm going to start saying that. Um, yeah. As I'm sat here, I'm recording at uh, Secondary Dave's house. And the condom machines on the wall, you know, the one we knocked off the Coxes. Yep, yep, yep. Well, this really old one from the 80s. Yeah, so I'm just looking at that, talking about bridal cheer. <laughs> well, well I've, re boring. I've retired to my car um, because of the bridal cheer go currently going on upstairs. Oh, oh goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's happened, so I'm now in the car. Is, is, is Waffle putting someone to the sword? Yes, I think is probably the only way of describing it, really. Wow, you don't get this on other podcasts. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> one of a co-host having to be sexiled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Yes, that's what I've been... I'm actually now sat in the car in the rain waiting to drive home. Oh, that's wow. so sad. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we should get a studio or something. Wait, is that you'd hear a... So. And there's no need for that. The audio is bad enough as it is. Exactly. Yeah. Christ, you can yeah. hear the raindrops. Yeah. We'll make sure it is rain. Oh, it is this time. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that was Nationals then, guys. So, um, yeah, lots of drinking. Dave, are you going to go to America? I really want to, um, but I haven't made my mind up yet. I'm worried that my ticket doesn't include the second edition tournaments. And they're actually sold out, unlike the first edition ones. So I don't really want to go to the US if I'm not doing anything on the Saturday or the Sunday. That's fair. So That's I don't really want to go just for first edition tournaments, because I can do them at Starlet. Uh, if I can do all five, then I probably will. Speaking of which, we are going to have to now, one of us will have to win Starlet. Um, we've got a mild reputation to keep up now. I'm just putting it out there. Um, yeah. yeah, no we pressure. Are... We're no pressure at all, boys. No pressure. But I expect at least one of us to take home the gold. <laughs> well, Don't mind who it is. Doesn't bother me. Oh, I'll do it then. Fine. <laughs> Craven's volunteered. That's sorted. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll but, take the melee. How about that? But the, yeah, fear of, uh, the fear of going to Worlds and then doing terribly is quite intense. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Might go there and be shit. You run into a DC deck and they have no idea. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> no idea. Um, but Wedge has built a monstrosity of a deck which I had the pleasure of playing yesterday. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to tell you about it. It's oh. uh, it's secret. We'll talk about it offline. Yeah, but okay. it is horrible. 
Yeah, I've been keeping a beady eye on this one, and um, yeah, it's it's a work of art. So maybe that will, depending on what happens with the restricted list before Worlds, maybe that will come. Okay. Yeah. Because... I would like to see the, um, a mighty English deck sail the seas. Mm. Um, the, oh, the UK deck. Honestly, it's so good. We're, we're just crafted um, a renaissance quality masterpiece here. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see every single one of our favourite cards beginning with a certain letter going into a deck by the end of the season and seeing whose deck beats whose. <laughs> just, we should just, just by building that up there um, we all pick a favourite one each week don't we uh, and every time it's always different we always generally pick different ones so if we put that deck together uh, based on what we've said then uh, 27 cards you know you can select multiples of them so that's easy enough that's We're pretty funny this. actually let's do that yeah yeah. episode 27 we can report on our little mini tournament yeah, yeah. we'll have to deck. do like um, we have to have like no outhouse penalty or something, though. Because... No, no, and no house only. So um, we complained a little bit about prize support before the tournament, didn't we? Um, how do we feel now we've been and gone? <laughs> uh, the mats look better than I expected. I must admit they the mats did look quite good. Um, they look and... much nicer up close. Mm. Yeah, of course, I didn't get the bag. Ah, uh, yes. We've got a bag for top two, but... The bag is on it. its way. Yeah, it's um, on the boat. Yeah, it's on the boat. So expected sometime in March. Yeah, so that'll be fun when I have the bag. You believe um, that, you'll believe anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was quite cool. They managed to get us some 2.0 Kingslayer promos, the Game of Thrones plot. So that they was cool. Did. Yes, nice. yes, they did. Um, Shadows and Spiders, isn't it? Well, it was Shadows and Spiders. Ah, first yes. Edition. Now, now it's called so Game much. of Thrones. Yeah, which is silly. Just leave yeah. things the same. It worked. Yeah. We knew we what Shadows and Spiders did. We feared it. We did, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was Nationals. That was uh, that's our Nationals wrap-up episode. Has anyone got anything more to say on that subject? Uh, Star Wars was fun the next day, but we didn't do as well, so we won't talk about it. Yeah, it nah. did not do well at all. Um, you cannot you hated out it, that. didn't you? I couldn't stand it. I don't know what it was. I just was there, and I was like, I don't know. I didn't like the fact that if I blocked it, if the defender equaled my strength, he won. That really confused me for like three turns. And I was like deliberately trying to beat their strength and things on the on the defence. I was like, no, it draws you win. What? No. It just it, it Oh I you move the edge battles. Yeah. yeah, I I I don't like also the way that even if I blocked it successfully, I'd still take damage. That I didn't quite get the hang of uh figuring yeah. out. It's a bit of a learning curve, and especially it, if you're learning good. how to play during the national <laughs> tournament. Yeah, it, it didn't go quite as smoothly as I thought it could. Yeah. Um, yeah. Part of that is your fault for not letting me teach you. Yeah, but we <laughs> did have a fun pack Saturday night. Yeah, um, well, I wasn't going to teach you on the Saturday, but you were supposed to come around during the week. Or, you yes. know, I could have taught you before the tournament, at least given you a... I think next time, time we'll probably invest in something along those lines. Um, yeah. yeah. Whichever the next one it is. Uh, but of course, we taught a Star Wars player, Harry, how to play Thrones about 20 minutes before the first round and gave him Balerion behind the throne. That was who yeah. I came up against. I came up against Balerion behind the throne. I could not remember that game at all. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but I just remember it because obviously you built the deck and had played it against me. I was like, that's Balerion behind the throne. And I was just sat there. <laughs> Didn't even re- I for- forgot about the fact he'd only been taught that day. And I was like, right, this is like, I know that deck. Let's go for a game. Yeah. And we just, he, uh, he went game. two and four, which was. Yeah. He won his first two, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was on top table round three, wasn't he? Yeah. Turned to me, held up a copy of Grand, um, Golden, Golden Tooth Mines and goes, is this a location? I thought, brilliant. Top table at Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> best part was when he said this would be a really good deck if we took out the dragon <laughs> so that completely defeats the point oh. yeah. no banter whatsoever <laughs> he's, he's too serious <laughs> he's like have you not playtested this he's like well I played a few games with it but really you're playtesting it <laughs> yeah. yeah and those few playtests you did play were, with it were against me which I thought was quite amusing when I came up against it in the tournament what's he going to play mm, he's spending a lot of gold I wonder what it is oh it's not the dragon oh, yeah. Tagore couldn't deal with it at all he was like what did you give Barry I, was like, I gave him Balerion behind the throne he's like power behind the throne no Balerion behind the throne Balerion behind the throne it's like 
yes, have you never heard of this deck? It's not uncommon. Like, we talked about it for about three years. Yeah. It was Waffle's first deck. <laughs> it was. Lil Blair in, bless him. <laughs> Forever to be known as Barry behind the throne. Baz. Well, yeah, that works, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well done, Barry. Good job, mate. <laughs> Good man. Uh, yeah, so one of those games is on the stream if you like to, if you want to see Valeria behind the throne get brutalised by Bambi. Yes. Yeah, good times. Let's do cards beginning with Jay then. We've got the time. Um, I'm going to oh. pick Joffrey Baratheon from the core set. Um, had some good times with old Joffrey. And, and that's what we discussed when we talked about him in our Lannister uh, preview or analysis, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's an exact reprint. For Joffrey, you're getting him a second edition, but without all the fun to be had by killing him and claiming a win during Moribund. So he's my favourite one because it's my nice farewell to Moribund. You weren't bad all the time. So yeah, there we go. Joffrey Baratheon for me. I liked Moribund. I only didn't like it with Rivers, where things were coming off the top of your deck and going to the top of your deck at the same time, and like Carl Condon and stuff. That yeah, I'm was... glad it's I'm glad it's gone overall because it's it is stupid. But, um, yeah, we did have some fun. It was fun. You could be really smug as well when you trigger stuff with Smorobun. But we grew apart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what, what about you? Mine's Jalabar Joe. <laughs> uh, because where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Jalabar Joe. Yeah. In Summer Islands a long time ago, gave, Ching, gave King Joffrey a dragon bone bow. Where'd yes. you come from? Where'd you go? And Very so good so. indeed. And he's wearing a lovely feather boa. He is. Yeah, obviously I'm choosing the Lannister version uh, who stops Renown, even though I hate it. I love it as well. Phantom Malay card. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like her, him yeah. and uh, Melisandre. And it's just like, nobody's doing anything with their power. Let's yeah. do this the old-fashioned way. Yep, I used to run him in my uh, Baratheon Lannister Alliance deck. Yes. For that very reason. Real men play alliance. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need no conquest up here. <laughs> or banter to the lion or whatever they call it nowadays. Yeah. Back in my day, if you wanted to not pay out of house, you had to give away draw. <laughs> or gold. Yeah. Yeah. That was bold. Or five power. Yeah. Grim. All right. Peel. Peel. I'm going to go with Mr. Janos Slint, the uh, nice watch ally. Unfortunately, yes, he is an ally. But I remember playing him once upon a time in a, uh, a Neely deck, which Waffle built. Uh, I played it the deck a few times, and it was the one Lannister deck I actually enjoyed, mostly because of him. Every time, obviously, a hand is a card is discarded from an opponent's hand, stand Janos Slint and draw one card. So, obviously, if you're attacking with just lovely, lovely Cersei on uh, as a nice little um, oh, sorry, t- um, Lannister attack, then you can get a card, take two of their cards and just everything. You get all the benefits from that. I can't see anything wrong with it. Um, yep, it's just it's a good. lovely, it's just nice. The only downfall is it is an ally and it's nice to watch. But so, it's, it's only two cost ally, so who cares? I know, it's it's for what it is. It's cheap. It's yeah. um, it's 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 good value. That's economy card, uh, boys and girls. Possibly the best two-cost character in the game? I would possibly say yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a bold claim. But... No, Wex Pike. Uh... Hold your damn horses, son. Wex Pike's a one-strength ally. Yes, like... but he also cannot be blocked if you do not have a crest. Everyone has a crest. Yes, yeah, so Don't you start use... making these wild statements just because you're now champion. <laughs> you make the Wex, you make the challenge with the Wex, you boat in the big friggin' army and then stand the Wex and take him out of the challenge and the army's got lovely, lovely high strength and destroy him. I think Janos is consistently better than Wex. Oh. But Wex mm. is better for the flashy effect. Wex is a fancy bugger. Yeah. He is and my both died to Venomous Blade, hooray. They do, he, yes. <laughs> he's got a competition from Alaras. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, Possibly, mm, no. I was going to say Grand Good Brother, but no. Nah. He's up there, though. Don't get me wrong. He is, he is good. He's very, very good. Um, but I did dissension him away in my game with Bambi, and that felt great. <laughs> but 
I've searched for Aris Oakheart to get rid of Janos Slim before. Yeah, worthy. That's really satisfying. Worthy mm. Oakheart fodder. Yeah. Like, none of your two intrigue challenge fear of winter turn. <laughs> I'm having <Yeah>. him. <laughs> get I'm having out. him now. Couldn't stop the military challenge, though, so Aris died. <laughs> Shame. But that's Nedley. So, yeah. there you go. That is Nedley. So, then, props and slops? Yeah. Props and slops. Uh, Dave, got anything for us? Uh, I want to prop everybody who came to Nationals because it was totally legit. Yes. Uh, I had a fantastic time. Everyone was lovely. We drank lots. It was fun. Uh, but I also want to slop everyone at Nationals because now everyone's calling me DBUKNC all the time. Yep, that's your new uh, name, DBNC. And while I thoroughly enjoyed it for one night, as you can expect, it's starting to grate. And so when I got home and mum goes, oh, my champion, I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, well, woman. You see, Dave, <laughs> this is the pressure that comes with success. Yeah. yeah. All um, that lovely pressure. Slop that. Uh, and I'd like to prop Dave for letting me record in his house while our internet's down. Uh, it's like living in a third world country, except with well, no internet. I'm, I'm also going to prop secondly, Dave, yeah, because he drove me to Peterborough train station on Sunday so I could get home far earlier than I would have done if I'd stuck with my original plan. So a nice prop to secondly, Dave. Um, what else am I going to prop? I'm going to prop Crusader Kings 2. We're having oh. a great time playing that. Oh, it's so good. I executed a seven-year-old boy earlier on today. Yes. Yeah, I felt bad I mean, about it, but I, I needed to do it. It's for the realm. Yeah, so it was for my realm. He was he was fucking me about. I don't think it was really his fault, to be fair, because he had like um, a regent who kind of convinced him to take up arms against me. But I hovered over it, and I thought, well, he's a known rebel. No one's going to... He actually said no one's going to sort of care, but I'll lose a little bit of piety. And I thought, well, I need to send a message. Am I going to do this? <laughs> yes. And I did do it. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to slot myself for executing a seven-year-old. Um, and I would like to slop... Nothing. I'm feeling pretty chill, actually. <laughs> Everything's pretty good. I, I would like to prop this copy of Premier Manager 99 I just found in Dave's room. Oh, because, success. Uh, there's a cop- I've looked at the manual, and not only is it endorsed by Kevin Keegan, which is... High praise. Yeah. But it's got a picture of his face, like a digital copy, where it's got like the, uh, you know, the little lines that show, yeah, like the lines that they show on like a digital model to show where all the polygons are going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like half of the face is that and half of the face is Keegan. So it's really scary. (laughs) Cyber Keegan. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's something else I'll prop then, actually. If you're on Twitter, follow Galactic Keegan. Have you heard of that? (laughs) No. All right, put a link in the um, bit below us, like you normally do. Basically, Galactic Keegan is like an ongoing story about, um, like, I think 2170 or something, and the Earth has been destroyed by aliens. Yeah. Um, and Galactic Keegan has gone off into space. It's Kevin Keegan, basically. He's set up a, a football <laughs> academy on an alien planet. Right. And it's an ongoing drama between, like, basically uh, Kevin Keegan, a few surviving football players, and um, they're kind of on the run from the Lazul Empire who are being led by Richard Maidley. Right. Um, and it's fantastic. It's the best thing I follow on Twitter by, by a country mile. So definitely do it. Galactic Keegan. On that note, have you seen Richard or Alan Partridge, the website? No. Where they take some of Richard oh, Maidley's yes. quotes and some yes, Alan Partridge I... ones. Oh, and it's difficult to tell them apart. <laughs> they are really, really good. Some of the things Richard Maidley said are just a gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to prop Leicester City um, for making my Sunday a little bit brighter by having an amazing comeback and letting me sit live in the pub. Yes, you uh, were so happy, weren't you? I really was. Uh, yeah. yeah. Really was quite happy about that. Yeah. Took the edge off Star Wars, didn't it? It did. Well, you know, Star Wars is like a drug. Uh, it's like skooma. Uh, I think I've just got my um, make-believe drugs completely mixed up because I'm pretty sure Skooma's off Skyrim. I would like to prop Skyrim right now. Uh, yeah, Skooma's off game... Skyrim. I think it's yeah. a mushroom-based drug. Yeah, and they, 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 the, the little Khajiit just sell it to you who are all in camps outside That's of it, the yeah. 
And it's just like, would you like some drugs? It's described by life. And it's just like this frail old Khajiit just handing <laughs> drugs or selling them to you. <laughs> what, what, a what a sales pitch. What a sales pitch. Would you like some drugs? They've destroyed my life. <laughs> yes, please. I'll have a couple. See, I don't remember great. this. So I must have made Trevor's like a clean cut kind of guy. You're, you see... Guys, he's a mage. He's under a lot of pressure. We have to do something every so often. He takes all the potions, I tell you. Um, he's just, otherwise he'd die. He's so weak. He has to just potion up all the time. Um, but no, he's got to build up a tolerance to it. And in the end, they won't work. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried my guy's getting addicted. But uh, it's all right now because he's a vampire. So I can't see anything going wrong with that in the foreseeable future. Yeah, I can't see f- any problems, any potential problems of a drug-addled vampire. That sounds good. <laughs> like- <laughs> I absolutely hate the fact that I'm a vampire. It's not even accidental. You know how sometimes you fight them on it? And it's just, you've been infected with the vampire virus. It's like, for fuck's sake! Because it takes so long to get the cure like together. You have to travel to like the other side of the earth, pick up some rare herbs, then grind them in with the roots of a child's heart. <laughs> Jesus. I know, it's extreme. Um, I thought my, um, day, my day in video games was bad, but that's pretty grim. <laughs> it is a bit, yeah. Um, and I'd also swaps is the fact that I don't have Crusader Kings two at the moment um, because oh. I forgot my old Steam login account, um, so I don't oh, have it, clown. and I haven't repurchased it. And I really, really want it now, knowing that I can rule the world with uh, with just a quick swick of the sword by killing a six year old or seven year old boy. Well, it's all, it's very worth getting um, the Game of Thrones mod if you can. I have heard exactly. it is fantastic. That was the it's really good. reason I got it, but it didn't work yeah. on my old MacBook. You've oh, got to be okay. careful though, because there are spoilers. Oh, massive ones! And there are spoilers for things that happen in the books that happened ha- haven't happened in the book in the TV show. Ah, um, so you could got to download the mod for the mod, which takes all the spoilers out. The mod for the mod. Yeah, it is on the mod website, but there, there's an extra one to download. <laughs> no problem. Right then, uh, so danger zone.